what's going on everybody so good to be back with you on this week it's amazing to just be alive there's so many reasons to look forward to tomorrow and i wanted to just come in this week with some encouraging words on clearing the mind so many thoughts to think about and sometimes they're not not always positive but I um, wanted to just kind of dig into the thinking and the thought process a little bit this week. So what is it that's on my mind? You know, just trying to figure out how to have better, more positive thoughts that can lead to more effective and fulfilling living. Um, I grew up Baptist, which kind of... Um, Pretty put me pretty much put me in an era of legalism. And uh, again, I appreciate the principles. I appreciate the word. I appreciate the Bible study. I appreciate the Sunday school lessons. I appreciate the Bible drills, uh, the competitions, the associations, the conventions, the fellowship, the friends, the services. So many amazing things that I can think about from my childhood But there was one thing that was challenging, and that was what we consider legalism. And legalism is where one would kind of really focus on the rules more so than the relationship. And what I wanted to focus on in clearing the mind is indicating or focusing on the fact that the Bible is more of a mental health book than a behavior management book. Because not understanding the difference between mental health and changing of mind uh, and focusing more so on behavior and rules and regulation can cause a lot of mental conflict. You know, I know growing uh, up, you didn't really hear a lot about therapy and therapist. Uh, You didn't hear a lot about uh, counseling and things of that nature you just pretty much heard to here's what you don't do. Uh, stop this. Stop that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't go here. Don't listen to that. Don't watch this. Don't watch that. We had a long list of things not to do, a long list of things that we should uh, shift away from. And I just wanted to really kind of dig into this a little bit because, again, the mind I've seen books and titles of books that says the mind is the battleground. But a lot of times we don't hear about what the Bible says, so to speak, on thinking outside of rules and regulation and more so uh, about relationship. I heard one pastor say that uh, basically uh, rules without relationship often lead to rebellion. So clearing the minds, what I wanted to focus on in this first passage that comes to mind in the Bible is uh, Romans 12, uh, verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So the word renewal in this particular text It's where we get our word metamorphosis. So metamorphosis is a complete shift, a complete change where the end state is nowhere near like the original, like a caterpillar originally becomes a butterfly. 
and their nature has completely changed from eating grass to eating nectar. So he's saying don't be trans uh, don't be conformed, but be transformed by the metamorphio or the metamorphosis of your mind. And there is this battle as far as like, wait a minute, mind versus behavior. Because when we were growing up and you heard that evangelist preach, he would come in or she would come in and preach with a lot of firmness and saying, you need to repent. And then once they said repent, they had a long list of things that we needed to stop doing from things that are inappropriate to watch, things that are inappropriate to consume, things that are inappropriate to do. And you had this long list that it's almost like you're trying to check off and and therefore I don't do this anymore. Matter of fact, there was an old phrase that we used to hear when we were kids. The things I used to do, I don't do no more. The things uh, I used to say, I don't say no more. When places I used to go, I don't go no more. You know, and that's the way I used to hear it growing up until I realized that the word repentance was not a change of behavior, but the actual Greek word for repentance is actually a change of thinking. I need you to think differently. I need you to change your thought process, change your thought patterns. Don't think like this anymore. You know, we need to focus uh, on another way, reading the word so it can actually renew your mind and and really trying to flesh out and walk out these things that we're thinking about and changing our thoughts about so we can actually see a transformation in our lives because there's been a transformation uh, in our mind. So that was uh, something that was a struggle for me because the more I used to hear about repentance, again, it was about behavior, behavior, behavior. But when we taught uh, repentance growing up, it's almost like putting a lion in a cage and confining the lion, but not necessarily transforming the lion. The lion hasn't been transformed. It's been confined. And that confinement uh, is can be tricky because when that gate or the door to the cage is open and the lion mauls someone, then all of a sudden there's confusion. I thought there has been repentance. I thought there has been a change. Like, no, there hadn't really been a change of mind. There's only been a confinement of behavior or this change in behavior because the focus has been on, okay, let me try to stop this. Let me try to stop this. Let me try to change all of these different things. But it's very difficult to change our behavior if we hadn't changed our mind. And that is kind of like, so, so what? Why is this important? Why, why should I care about this thought process? Because again, when you begin to study a lot of uh, therapy or even what a lot of therapists or uh, psychologists uh, would say is that ultimately, if you want someone to change their behavior, you ultimately have to get to their top belief systems. Matter of fact, there's a, a, a book called uh, Influencers by uh, Grinny, Patterson, McMillan, and Switzler. Uh, also, another book called Think Differently, Live Differently by Bob Hamp. The whole thesis of what's being said there is that before we can really see a change in behavior, there has to be a change of mind. And I don't know how many of you have actually struggled with that. I mean, I struggled with that because when I heard repent, 
I had a list of things that I was trying to stop doing, but there's this battle going on in my head that's thinking something totally different, and I'm trying to figure out how to change my mind to stop thinking certain things by changing my behavior when Again, the psychologist is saying it's the other way around. It should be more so that you're changing your mind. You're starting to process things differently. You're beginning to ponder things and really go down this laundry list of why do I think the way I think? And are these thought processes biblical? Do they line up with God's word? How can I actually read God's word in a way and how can I work with people so that I can start thinking about things differently? And word of God would say meditate on these things and meditate uh, is like the old ideology of uh, from a farm perspective, a cow chewing the uh, the cud where they would actually eat the grass and chew it and swallow it and regurgitate it back up from one stomach, chew it again to break it down even more and swallow it into another stomach and spit it back up again, chew it and really break it down to make sure they're getting deep down, breaking down every fiber of uh, what they're eating in order to absorb it so that it can be fully digested. I mean, we're really pondering when you chew something in the mouth from a biological perspective, you're breaking it down to really increase the surface area so that you can digest it better instead of swallowing it whole where it's going to be more difficult to digest. Let me look at this thing from a lot of different angles. Think about it, ponder it, and really see what is it that I should know? What is it that I should truly believe? And so that's this whole thing that we're trying to go back and say, okay, let me go back and challenge my thoughts before I challenge my behavior. That is critical because, again, there's a lot of mental anxiety that many of us have actually faced because we're saying maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe uh, from a spiritual perspective, I never really got saved. Maybe from a uh, mental perspective, I need to uh, go to, to therapy. But that was kind of taboo when I was growing up. But I encourage you now to talk to uh, speak with someone that understand how the mind works. We understand that by really digging into the word of God, the word of God can challenge our thinking. Mentors and therapists can also challenge our thinking and give us steps and processes that we can begin to really dig into. Why do I think the way I think? Why is it that I believe what I believe? Because again, the Bible is more so a book on mental health than it is a book on behavior management. Matter of fact, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10, verses 4 through 6, for our weapons are of uh, the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds, things that are higher positions in our minds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. So again, taking thoughts captive. Matter of fact, when Jesus was healing in the Gospels, the word for healing is where we get the Greek word for healing is where we get our word therapy. And I believe the Greek word is therapeuo. So when he's healing, it's more of a therapy session because we know the word psychosomatic where you can almost think yourself sick, you know, or actually you can think yourself sick based on the word therapeuo. And you can only imagine the state of Israel after coming out of 400 years of silence between the Old Testament and the New Testament. 
And now Jesus is having to come on the scene and jumpstart booster cable uh, these people, this group back to health. We're basically because that mind has totally been in a probably a dark space for 400 years without hearing from God. And Jesus is coming through healing, therapeutic therapy. And really, uh, and John the Baptist is saying, repent, 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 think differently. And you'll see that also throughout the New Testament. Yes, what? We need to uh, clear our minds and really start focusing on our thought processes and why we think the way we think. We also need to understand that the Bible is more of a mental health book than a behavior management book uh, because our behavior is mainly a result of how we think as opposed to our thinking is a result of how we behave. So, so what are some some things that are practical that we can walk away with? Some things that are practical to do. Um, the Bible says in uh, Philippians four eight, uh, chapter four verse eight. Finally, my brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, what is commendable, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Philippians four eight. Uh, also, you'll know again in Proverbs 29, we talked about that last week, Proverbs 29, uh, verse 18 says that where there is no prophetic vision, the people cast off restraint, but blessed is he who keeps the law. So vision, uh, it's, it's really easy, or I wouldn't say easy, it's much more effective to align our behavior with purpose, passion, plan, calling, and God's will than trying to develop a plan, purpose, and passion out of legalistic behavior. So what do you believe God's call is for your life? Have you really thought about that? What are some things to ponder in order to be most effective at what God has called your purpose, your passion, his word, and his will? I encourage you to think through those things uh, this week and to kind of begin to map out some things as far as what do you like to accomplish? Why are you here? What is God wanting to do? What are some thought processes that you have, some belief systems that might be contrary or conflict with what you believe those callings are? How can we begin to rethink, rewire our thoughts by studying his word and talking to uh, good people and good counsel so that we can realign ourselves with the path we believe God's called us to be upon. So again, I thank you so much for hanging out with me. I thank you so much for uh, the questions and concerns, uh, concerns. And thank you so much for visiting the website and giving me some ideas, giving me some pointers on how to even to uh, deliver what, uh, you know, deliver it in a more effective way. I really appreciate all the feedback. I am encouraged to know that I believe uh, that I um, I'm here for those that are wanting to think differently, live differently, as Bob Hamp's book would say. I want to uh, think differently. I want to live differently. And I want to really go back and challenge some thoughts that I need to challenge. And I encourage you to do the same. If you'd like to uh, check out more of my podcast, you can do so at my website. You can also check out Apple uh, Podcasts, uh, Spotify, and Pandora. Uh, if you'd like to hit me with any questions, you can hit me on my website, joelmccray.com. Thank you again so much. I really appreciate you. Thank you for hanging out with me. You have an incredible week. God bless.